Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. voice sounds a little weird again you know allergies acting up what else can I do I had like the craziest past couple days dealing with my this is the weirdest thing ever okay here first of all welcome to episode six of season three of this nonsense (laughs) um we are past valentine's day which was you know treated me well um but being so far away from people I usually spend Valentine's Day with kind of was the Um, I remember all the years that I used to do Galentine's Day with Laura because um we were two single chicks in New York and that's what we did. We used to do a lot of stuff together on the weekends, especially on Sundays. Sundays were like our lazy day where we got together and uh we would just have dinner and watch TV together and talk about nonsense. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm waiting for my tea to cool down so I can't fucking drink that yet, but I have water. So double fisting again this morning. And if you were ever a booze hound in this lifetime, you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. But if you think double fisting is something else, you are in the wrong podcast, okay? I don't even know who would do that. Sorry, if you heard a click or anything, Laura, it was my fucking phone charger cord. Okay, get over it. Um... So super early, I'm recording this before I even start my day for work because I got to give the people what they want. Uh, My notes aren't that crazy good, so we'll see how long this episode's actually going to go, but um, give me time. (laughs) Give me time to disappoint. (laughs) So yeah, Valentine's Day is usually like a big celebration of stuff, Um, but with all the alcohol I've ever had in my lifetime, I cannot for the life of me think of what we did last year. But I think it had to do with dinner and just chilling, which was nice. It was nice. Dinner and chilling with the boy. (laughs) But um, he's listening, so I'm sure he'll remember what we did. (laughs) But we both have shitty memories, so I'm sure he won't. Um, In any case, so Valentine's Day was okay. Uh, Of course, going into Valentine's week, like the past, like the following week of it, this week where we're recording, Jesus, Corinne, um... (laughs) Cramps galore. Cramps galore. I'm sweating. I just showered and I feel super hot already. And I can't make it stop. (laughs) I was up till about 1230 last night. Just, you know, working on the multiple things I signed up for and reading all the material because I'm an idiot and just can't pick something. I blame that on my genetics. You know why? Because my uncles are tradesmen. They have knowledge of everything under the sun. That way, if they ever get hired somewhere, yo, 
the, the skills and qualifications list is probably three pages long alone on the resume. Oh, one nostril down, one nostril down. Can't breathe out of it. Whatever. So I'm trying to switch from my first dilemma. Well, not really a dilemma. It's just anytime we try and switch like bank accounts, it's kind of tricky because you have to make sure that whatever bills you're looking at or going through can be transferred over. You know what I mean? Like you have to make sure that your bank account, all all the transactions that you've done like auto pay through for that account, they got to be like either transferred over or closed or put this payment on hold or whatever so I can transfer all this shit over. So that's what I'm currently in the process of doing. So... Last night, that's what I did. I went through my Chase bank statement. I went through all the accounts that I usually electronically withdraw, and I moved them over to this new bank account. I'm, I'm, right now, I'm debating keeping Chase open, so I'm just going to hold on to it for a second because that's where my tax money is going to go, and I have to wait for that to hit and then move that over. But I'm working with Chime right now. And the only reason why I switched is because I never go to a bank anymore, so that's what that is. That's it, basically. And... If I ever get another paper check or something from a family member, relative, whatever, then you know what? It's good. I'm going to have to figure it out from there. But everything these days is electronic, so I don't see why I should continue with an old, archaic way of doing things, especially because I've been with Chase forever. And some of these charges don't make sense. Like you're charging me for having a balance below a, an amount that you determine. You're charging me $12 for it. And that's my, like, that's my bank account. That's my money. Like now I'm paying you to keep this other account open. When every time I put a savings together and I withdraw for something I need, y'all charge me like $5 per, per extra transfer from my savings to my checking. So it's like, okay, I've had enough of Chase Bank. So I'm also going to just switch over because Chime looks more user-friendly. The app is beautiful. Very clean. And the colors are green and white. And I like that. (laughs) It's really pretty. It's just so simple. And I'm tired of doing things a difficult way. So um, what else can be said? Oh, fuck. Sorry. Apparently, in in the kitchen, there was a spot of oil on the counter. And of course, I put my phone in it. Don't know how. And then I went to go grab my phone and fucking oil on my hands. (laughs) Um, (coughs) so stupid. So I'm okay. I am not sick. Just so you guys know, because a lot of people hear me coughing and like not coughing and sneezing, but just clearing my throat a lot. And I'm just super dehydrated guys. (laughs) It's not a big deal. I just need to decide to drink more water. There's one day I felt like absolute shit though. And I had a super migraine and cramps at the same time. Like today I am battling lower back pain. For whatever reason. Okay, I woke up, I was laying on my stomach while I was sleeping. So I woke up facing the pillow and trying to figure out how I also gained back pain in the, in the process of sleeping. I don't twist around. I don't do anything crazy sleeping, like, you know, just sleeping in one position. And it's like, okay, so why does your back hurt if you're laying on your front? Bodies are bizarre, okay? We'll never understand why they do the shit they do. Unless, you know, you go to school for like 20 years and become a doctor. And yes, that's how long that feels. But so that's, that's how I feel about that. (laughs) And I should just put that on a t-shirt. And that's how I feel about that. Because I say it so often in this, 
but I don't listen to my own stuff, but I know I say it a lot. <clears throat> so happy Valentine's day for those who, uh, who celebrated those who didn't good for you. Anyway, someone, someone even put happy Va- vodka times day. Good for them. Booze it up. Get stupid blackout drunk on your own and, you know, don't do anything stupid. Don't backslide. Don't have texted your ex or whatever. You know, I should have said this all last week because this could have been well used last week. And like an idiot, I didn't because, you know, I I just forget things, dates that are happening in advance. You know what I mean? So like next week, I know nothing is going on. Like this week was, well, next week is another presidential, like another holiday or something. Or was it this week and last week? I think it was this week and last week. Anyway, so see, that's cool. That I can remember. <laughs> because when I used to work at Valley View, which I no longer do, um, there was two weeks in a row that I would have one day off. So it was like Lincoln's birthday and then President's Day. So it was like one uh, the second week in February I had a day off and the third week in February I had a day off. So this I think this kind of falls into it. So, So let's get into some other bullshit while we're at it. While my tea is still cooling because goddamn that mug is hot. So Rush Limbaugh died yesterday. Uh, He was the host of his own talk show. It was nationally syndicated. He was a very wildly popular man by anybody who hated Obama. (laughs) Anybody who probably hated George Bush. Like (laughs) anybody who hated anybody listened to Rush Limbaugh. Let's be serious. All that guy ever did was yell on the radio. Okay. And then apparently he started getting into some conspiracy, conspiracy theory shit. Wow. Conspiracy theory shit. And accused Michael J. Fox of faking how serious Parkinson's is. Dude, that guy's had Parkinson's forever. Do not tell him about his own condition, sir. Like, you can't do that. You can't just up and decide that someone is faking or exaggerating a neurological disorder. That makes no sense. The guy has no control over his body, okay? His body just moves. And, you know, it may have, you know, stopped him from his acting career super early, but he's become an advocate for that disease. You know why? Because he has no other option but that, which is really sad. And then Rush Limbaugh went and was like, ah, full of shit. Like, (laughs) no, dude, that guy's had it forever. Just because we didn't see it till later on in life doesn't mean it's not a real thing. Like me with asthma. Like certain things trigger me and I'll be good forever sometimes. Certain things trigger me. Like I don't know what it is about here, but something triggers me. And either I wake up good or I wake up or I don't wake up good. Like I wake up in the morning and sometimes my eyes just feel like super, super dry. And I have allergy drops for that. Which fucking you drop them in your eye And I know I can hear my eyeball go like fucking when water hits a pan. Okay. That's how hot my eyes probably are. But I took a shower. So I'm all clean for you guys. And I'm awake for this long ass day. But I'm happy to do it because I got fans. (laughs) So the only memories I have from listening to Rush Limbaugh are him yelling through the radio. Any car radio. My pops, Chris, used to listen to him heavily. My mom, not so much. My mom used to be into Howard Stern until he became a Joe Biden lover, I guess. But my mom's like that. She will, she will, you know, quietly cancel a celebrity if the beliefs don't line up with hers, which is, you know, it's kind of silly. 
but I get it. It's it's a different generation. I don't have to understand why she does things the way she does, and she doesn't have to understand the like things the way I have to do them. Like we don't have to have an understanding of each other. We just have to figure out how to live on this planet together. You know, just be civil is all it is. And me and her are fine. I don't agree with things that she says, but I don't really need to tell her either because that's not an argument I want to embark on, you know? And that's the other thing that we don't understand about arguing with people. Not everything needs a comment. Not everything that we see on the internet deserves a comment. Like if Lizzo wants to show her her body, let her show her body and keep going. Either you like it, like just, if you're going to heart it and thumb it up, do it. If you're going to say something stupid about her that she doesn't even care about because she's making millions of dollars, please, man, save that fucking itchy typing finger for somebody else who gives a fuck. You could even save it for me, but I still don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like, don't come on my shit and try and talk shit to me because that's an instant block. I won't even respond to it. And you could be upset that I won't respond to it saying, oh, this childish, you blocked me. Why would they give us the option to block someone if not for that purpose? You know, you block someone because you don't want their presence at all anymore. If you could, oh, cool. This is a good idea. So if you could physically block somebody, like, could you imagine we're going to get to a day and age where we get user interfaces. Like we're going to get those contacts that just, when you look at somebody like in fucking watchdog, when you look at somebody and you just see their whole profile and shit next to them, we're going to have an option where we're going to be able to block people while they're standing in front of us. And hopefully they poof, disappear. <laughs> That'd be so amazing. Like you're just at a party and you're talking to somebody and fucking, they're just talking nonsense or they want to get into a political conversation and you're trying to enjoy the mood. Imagine you can just fucking pull up their HUD and fucking boop, mute and they can't talk to you for the rest of the day. So like you would be in a group of four people, that person's HUD pops up, you hit the mute button and you can't hear nothing they're saying, but everybody else can. Oh, what an amazing invention. I wish, I wish, but I don't have the science background to put that in motion and it probably wouldn't happen for like another four or five years. And I don't know that I have that staying power to do that. Maybe I do, maybe I don't. But I'll tell you right now, that is the coolest. That is the coolest fucking idea I've ever come up with. But that was from a video game. So it's like already, it's already been birthed. The idea's already been birthed. It's fine. Okay. So another thing. Uh, not technologically savvy people are doing is this gorilla glue challenge. I'm sorry, but it's not a challenge. It's just you being a sheep following everybody else. Like, Oh, that's not true. Let me try it. It's not a thing. You don't need to do it. It's not a challenge. It might be a challenge of your intelligence, which then says a lot about you. You know what I mean? Like, I do not feel the need at this moment in time to ruin my hair or my life by putting Gorilla Glue in it. I don't feel the need to do that. I don't know who does. I don't know why you would. And I'm super over it. I'm super over these people just following the leader with this stupid shit. It's not a challenge. It's actually probably thinning out the herd because who exactly knows what's in Gorilla Glue that could probably poison you through your skin. You know what I mean? Gorilla Glue is used for furniture. And everything that we've seen that's for external use only, we'll say that on the label. 
Like I'm looking at super glue right now. And this shit says warning contains cyanoacrylate. Avoid eye and skin contact. Hello. (laughs) Use in a well-ventilated area for eye contact flush with water for 15 minutes for skin contact or if spilled on clothing, flush with large quantities of water. It's, it even says, with eye contact, call a physician. This shit is not a joke. And that's just regular super glue. That's not that Gorilla Glue shit. I don't know who thought, like besides this girl having made a really bad mistake, or really bad days, or really bad weeks at this point, because she had to travel to another state to get her situation handled, Because nobody was prepared for that. You know why nobody was prepared for that? Because nobody should be doing that shit. (laughs) Nobody should be doing that shit. That's not a necessary part of life. That's not something you should be testing out. Like, I can't believe, like, (sighs) humans should not surprise you. Like, at some point, we have to stop being surprised by what people do. But since now we have social media and stuff, everybody's shit is on display. Before we had all this technology and stuff, like in 1990-whatever, before we had any of this, before we had any social media pages, we didn't know shit about what each other was doing. So if we didn't have technology, we would not have known that this chick decided to put Gorilla Glue in her hair. Okay? But she did it because she posted a TikTok video of, you know, trying to move her head and it's not moving. Could you imagine if this girl had not gotten help, by the way? I just thought of that, too. Like, what would have happened if that girl's hair started growing? Like, does that stunt your whole growth? Does it burn the follicle? What happens? But I can't. That's just, it's not a challenge, okay? So some guy, immediately after I recorded my episode, the same day it aired, excuse me, a guy had tried this Gorilla Glue thing. So he, he applied it to a cup. Or he applied it to his lips and then put a red Solo cup against it. Okay? So he had it on his mouth. (laughs) He had it to his mouth. He put a cup on it because he didn't believe that this girl was being serious with how bad, with the results. Okay? With how badly things went. With the inconclusion portion of the the hypothesis of whether or not this shit is real. (laughs) So... Like I said, he did this to disprove what happened to Tessica Brown, who's the original Gorilla Glue person. Um, He thought licking the glue would moisten the area and help the cup come off. And it's like, no, Mm -mm. you did this wrong. You're going about life wrong, apparently. So now this whole thing with Gorilla Glue is being dubbed the Gorilla Glue Challenge, like I said before. And I'm saying I'm telling you again, don't do this. This just seems like a super painful thing to do. And not anything I would personally engage in. And there's a lot of stupid things I've done with my life, but I'm not tempted to put glue like that on any part of my body. The only time I have ever used glue, the only time anyone should ever use glue on their body is if it's temporary. Like fucking pasties or the bindi or anything else. And bindis are those jewels that you put in between your eyebrows if you are of that culture. Uh, I can't put my name on it right now, but I always thought those were cool until they like fell off. I was like, why is mine falling off? (laughs) Anyway. Uh, So let me tell you, 
So here's here's another thing I find interesting because we've had a lot of stupid things happen in this country with people who had nothing better to do. So there's been like a milk chugging challenge where guy, well, people have been fucking like in another country. I don't know if this was over here, but elsewhere, people were jugging like chugging gallons of milk, and you know you can die from that. <laughs> Did you know you can drown? <laughs> Did you know that's how you can drown? That's one of the ways because your body can't filter all all the necessary nutrients to help you live off that. So you're just, you know, you're just chugging away. It's going down the wrong pipes. Maybe clog up your lungs a little bit. You shouldn't do that. Apparently. And then like a couple years ago, now that I'm talking about this, a couple years ago, this mom did this to win her kid a PlayStation and ended up drowning. She had to go to the ER. She, I don't remember what she drank. I think it was milk, but it was like a challenge on the radio. And of course, I'm sure nothing happened to that radio station to be penalized or anything, but still fucked, fucked up. So, um, yeah, so she, her son wanted a PlayStation. She was the right caller. She chugged a gallon of milk or gallons of milk and ended up drowning. He got the PlayStation though, but, um, I think but that was, that was insane. Cause I had to ask, cause I was so young. I didn't understand how that could happen. Cause I only thought at that time that you could only drown by being in bodies of water and being submerged for too long. And she said, no, you can, you can definitely drown from drinking too much of something at one time. So I learned something that day <laughs> and we're still continuing to learn, which is a good part of life. <laughs> Some things you create situations on your own that you have to learn from, or, you know, someone puts you in a position where you need to learn something and grow up, you know? So it all really depends on who's doing what. <laughs> so this idiot. So what I was getting at with these challenges is that there was also another challenge a couple years ago. First, first of all, we've done the Tide Pod thing. Not me personally, but like this, like the crazy generation of people who are trying shit. Are we reverting back to some type of age where nobody has common sense anymore? Like people are went and were fucking eating Tide Pods for a little bit that they had to put like security locks. Like they had to put fucking laundry detergent behind glass and you had to wait for someone to come with a key and let you have it because kids were eating Tide Pods and getting sick because that's poison to your body. That's not something we eat. It's not something we ingest, you idiots. So then we also have this situation where people were fucking licking ice cream and putting it back. Who remembers that? Like taking the lid off, probably that plastic part too, licking the shit and putting it back. Okay. In grocery stores. I swear to God, if I ever saw someone do that, they're getting punched back into their mother's vagina. That's what's happening. I'm going to roundhouse kick you so hard. You're going to go back several, several ages until you're a fetus and back up into your mom's vagina. That's what we're doing. We're not accepting this shit anymore. You guys got to learn from something. Okay. And none of y'all are learning because that's technically a felony. (laughs) That's a crime to go and lick ice cream because you could have a disease you don't know about and someone could buy that ice cream and not be looking because they so fucking want this ice cream that bad. And that's how they get that disease. They could also sue that supermarket. And then, of course, then they would probably have to hide the ice cream, too. What are you doing to us females, man? Ice cream is our shit. Ice cream is our shit on a hot day. Do you know how much I love an ice cream cone? The fucking chocolate vanilla swirl on a waffle cone, bro? You're going to take that from me? 
You're going to take my opportunity to make that shit at home instead of spend the $10 on the cone? You're going to take that from me? Oh, no. Nope. You deserve to get beat the fuck up. You're not going to take shit from me when it comes to snacks, tell you that. Including chocolate chips or Fig Newtons. Mm-mm. No. Ooh, my tea's ready. That's so good. <clears throat> Guys, I had like four cups of green tea yesterday. And now I'm on another one today. And it's only because it's helping me feel really good about my symptoms right now. And it's my period. And we'll talk about that later. So let's get back to this. This guy from Louisiana, his name is Len Martin. He's an aspiring rapper. Let's take a minute. I almost wet my pants, dude. Let's take a beat to realize this guy is close to 40, you know, in Louisiana. His name's Len Martin, and he's an aspiring rapper. Okay. <laughs> he thought that the girl who did the Gorilla Glue thing made the whole thing up. Because apparently he tried something similar with a different type of glue, I guess, prior to this attempt with Gorilla Glue, and nothing happened. So he, I saw this, I, I was shown this information from the New York Post, and this happened on February 11th. So this is legit the day my last episode aired. So <laughs> he recorded himself, like he created a video recording of this stupid assery, and you can see him doing it. Like you could see him apply the glue and then put the cup on there. So he had to go to the emergency room, obviously. And a doctor performed a painful peeling. Apparently. So check this out. So the reason why I discussed this ice cream challenge was, and I had put this in my notes before I even read the entire article. This guy did the fucking ice cream challenge too. What a piece of shit. Like why dude? Why? I said, this is the moment, like in my head, I'm thinking to myself, like, this is the moment where we need to reinstate gallows in public squares. Hear me out. Hear me out. Like, it's harsh, but like, why put yourself in a position to hurt yourself or others? Like the licking ice cream thing. We don't need to do that. There's no need for that. What do you get out of doing that? You lick the ice cream, you run to your friends and look at this stupid idiot about to buy this ice cream with my DNA on it. Listen, man, just, you know, if you actually want to have a good time, just stick your dick in the ice cream. Okay, because licking the ice cream, really stupid. Why don't you take it further and put your dick in it? You know, just put your dick in the ice cream. <laughs> like, <clears throat> I don't know how, more, how much more clear I can be, but you're not doing anything really crazy. That's not a crazy thing. It's just crazy that you could go to jail for doing something like that. That's the crazy part. Anyway, so this gallows situation that I think we need to implement... <laughs> We should be allowed to throw fruit and vegetables at you for this. And I'm going to be the person standing on the side selling the rotten fruit because at this point, it'll be martial law after the apocalypse happens. That's when this is going to happen is when we're going to start taking these idiots and we're just going to put them in a square. We're going to round them up, put them in front for public humiliation because what are you doing? Did you not have parents? Does nobody love you? Is nobody advising you not to do these things? Don't drink Henny before you, you know, try a glue challenge. Don't drink anything, okay? Because, and I only say Henny because so many people that I'm friends with on Facebook have said that so many bad decisions have come from drinking Henny. Don't do it. That's why I make that generalization. It's not for any other reason. Don't look into it. There's no deeper meaning. 
And I'm sorry if you felt that way. There's no deeper meaning than Henny making people fight people for no reason. I've seen it too. I've personally seen it. People go from being lovable and funny to stupid and bug-eyed. Like, (laughs) stupid and zombie-eyed is what I should say. It's not bug-eyed because they don't move with the same efficiency or quickness. (laughs) So, update on Tessica Brown, though. She looks much better and happier. Like, after, like, you know, she started the glue removal process, and I watched something of her coming out of anesthesia and just crying tears of joy because of how happy she was to have that situation covered. (coughs) So then I also saw on the news yesterday that girls are becoming like there's there's three girls that have been inducted into the Boy Scouts or three girls who are in the Boy Scouts. Can I just say who really cares? Like, I'm not saying it like who cares that it's on the news. I'm saying who cares because everybody who probably heard me say that or watched the news yesterday got really pissed off about it. Why are you letting that shit bother you? It's just, you know, we're living in a society right now that has a real hard time with gender fluidity. Me, I don't care. I think it's just easier for women because we're nurturers in this lifetime. A lot of guys are like, oh, you can do whatever you want. Just keep it away from me. So what if it's near you? It's not like anyone's trying to fuck you or anything. Like if they know you're straight and you've made it that you're a heterosexual cis white male, like, dude, just fucking chill. You don't have to be like, I have a girlfriend. Like you're not going to catch... You know, like, I was about to say, you're not going to catch anything. Listen, okay. It's probably easier for, I have to just say this. Like, there's a lot of people who are not monogamous. Like, it's not, it's one of those things where, you know, if you're not going to stay with that person or you don't think, excuse me, or you don't think it's going to be serious, wear a condom. Because I just think that's really important, like being sexually conscious and aware of what's happening. Like just wear a condom. Girls, carry it in your purse. I'm like two steps away. Actually, I don't need that anymore because I'm not even doing that. But, you know, when I was younger, I never used to carry them. I always thought guys would be carrying them and it's not like that. So if you are, you know, if just have them on you, okay? Just have them on you. I can't say it enough. And there's no specific scenario I need to depict for you in which one is required and one was not supplied, okay? Everybody's had that situation happen. I am a serial monogamist. So after the first, you know, couple dates and stuff and condoms are used, then I guess, you know, we do, you have the discussion as to, hey, is this going to be a long-term thing or are we sleeping with other people like that? Like you have the adult conversations, Okay. And you just go about your business. I'm a serial monogamist. I don't fuck around with that. It's not even worth it. It's not worth your health. It's not worth your body count. None of that. And yes, people, you all have body counts out there too. That's what they're called now. It's the number of people you've slept with in your lifetime. Anyway, I've also even covered my virginity story in this podcast. So, you know, we're close. You guys and I are very close at this point. (laughs) I mean, we're how many episodes in now? I don't have a label anymore where they're like 50 something, 50. So who knows? Excuse me. So we're, like I said, we're having a lot of people, women have an easier time with gender fluidity because we, I feel like are genetically programmed to not be accepting of everyone, but to be caring of everyone. So we're very in tune. We have that, um, emotional intelligence. Uh, and I remember that from school because I was told that I have, that I'm very, 
good with emotional intelligence, but I'm also an empath. Like I feel shit. Like when people are down, I'm down with you. Like when people are up, I'm like, yeah, let's fucking do it. Like I'm all hyped up for no reason because their energy is lifting me up or their energy is lowering me down because as an empath, you kind of like mentally cater to the needs of the person that you're next to. You're always trying to help them, but it also like takes energy out of you. And that is not to say that I don't like helping my friends, okay? I'm not hitting at anybody that I don't like helping them. None of that. I love helping everybody. I don't even care if I'm down to my last dying breath. If you fucking need advice, my last words on this earth when I'm like 1,050, because let's face it, let's do some cryogenic shit and get me there. When I'm 1,050 years old, I'm going to tell you, just fucking do it and then die. (laughs) You're going to hear that loud ass whisper in your ear. Great, 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 great grandson. Fucking do it. And then I'm dead. That's it. God, that hurt. Mm. If you guys have a problem with gender fluidity and this conversation, I mean, you got to re-examine shit in your life because everybody hates something until that thing is in their family. Like, for example... Not hate, dislike. People can be anti-gay, anti-lesbian. And then, of course, when a, when a son or daughter turns out liking the same sex, like girl liking a girl, boy liking a boy, or if there's a transgender situation or anything, transsexual situation, anything like that, okay, they have to re-examine their life. Or they do the dumbest shit ever and cut that person out of their life. And that is someone you gave life to. So how could you possibly cut out a son or daughter because of their love preference? Could you imagine? I will never be like that. I believe people should love whoever the fuck they want. Out loud and in private, however you want to. Out loud, much better. Show me your love. I love it. I love looking at people in love. That shit gives me so much hope for my future. Okay? When I see other people falling in love. Lately, everybody's been, you know, get married, showing pictures of their kids. And, you know, sometimes you can be bitter about it because that's not your life. But why? Challenge yourself to get there. Challenge yourself to get there. You'll get there. Everybody will get there at different times in their life. Let me tell you something. Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn are not married. And they've been together for like decades. He took on her kids when no problem, I think he might have a kid on his own too. But like, that's one of those couples I love. I fucking love Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. I loved her when she was on fucking Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In. And the only reason why I knew that show existed was because they played the um, repeats from like 1960, whatever. But when you watch stuff like that, you see Ruth Buzzy. Not Ruth Buzzy. No, no, no. I'm lying. Ruth Buzzy was fucking... <clears throat> She was on something else, wasn't she? Or was she on Laughing? I don't remember. But on Rowan and Martin's Laughing, you got to see um, what the fuck's her name? She's on um, Grace and Frankie. Hold on a second, I have to look this up really quick. Grace and Frankie. Oh, here it is. What is her name? Cast. No, Lily Tomlin. You get to see a young Lily Tomlin. Okay. That's why I watch those. That's why I watch shows that are older. I like to see actors and actresses when they're younger because 
they have such a fucking fulfilling life. And these people, these actors and actresses never lose that glow. So I just like to see the progression of things, I guess is what I'm saying, which, you know, maybe that's catering to my level of science. (laughs) So in any case, and that was the deck. That was the decade. The sixties were the decades of like free love where everybody was allowed to love everybody. Yeah. It was hippie versus conformity, but whatever. Everybody had a good time anyway, and everybody learned how to coexist. They just did it away from each other. (laughs) So, like, I I could never, like I said, I think gender fluidity is more accepted by females than males because we're, we're nurturers. So even if, you know, even if it's not something we can get behind, we will still be, you know, we'll still be loving and affectionate about the situation. Like there's never been a situation where I've been like, ew, it's fucking terrible. Unless it's like someone falling down a well and then getting their arm chewed off by an alligator at the bottom of the well. Then that's like, oh wow, that's super fucked, dude. What the hell? Like, how does that even happen? How did that alligator get down there? If it's just a well, I'm not talking about like a sewer system where there's pipelines and shit. I'm talking about just a well Did someone throw that thing down there and then throw a person down there and wanted to see what would happen. Or was it the guy who was like, it rubs the lotion on its skin or else it gets the hose again. Like, what's the situation where a fucking alligator would be at the bottom in isolation, probably pretty pissed off that this human landed in its life. (laughs) And that's a relationship. (laughs) An alligator meets a person and then they decide to like, I'm either going to eat you and you die or, or is that praying mantis? I think it's praying mantis. (laughs) Whatever. So I've been training with this work from home job. And so far, it's been interesting. In other cases, it is not. So this lady that we're training with, the one, the one I'm training with anyway, I don't know why I said we, but I should say we because you guys just kind of hang out with me anyway. So the trainer makes me think of Bailey Sarian. Like her makeup is very similar, but she's like the wish version. Okay. So the hair is not really as thug. The face isn't nearly as put together, but she's nice. She's a nice woman. I like her. She's, she's a little hmm, too much sometimes like with the things she says, but you know, some people are like that and get on board or get out of the way. That's basically how life goes. Um, uh, yeah. So we're using Microsoft teams for our training. Sorry. I had a brain fart. We're using Microsoft teams. And this one woman drives us completely insane because I don't know how she got this job. I don't know what prerequisites she needed or if there wasn't any, because I know on my behalf there wasn't any. And that's the problem. That's one of the issues I think with staffing, like with outside staffing, they, um, they just ask these really basic questions and they're like, all right, well, this is the only time you'll hear from me. And you will probably be hired like immediately. So it's one of those things where you talk to a recruiter and they ask you questions and then you speak to someone else in the HR department for the actual company. You answer their questions. And then of course you, um, you are told you're either hired or you haven't been selected. And then you go through the whole like interviewing process again, you know, filling out resumes, applications, this and that for something else. So I was fortunate enough to get in and, you know, I was liked based on my phone personality voice. Anyway, that sends me no sense. My phone voice, I guess. So I was chosen because of that. And my, my resume is pretty impressive, I guess, to other people. I think it's just been like a lot of years of work 
<laughs> but I have over 10 years of experience with customer service and such. And my communication isn't that bad, except when I'm trying to record this. But it's also early, so my brain is not functioning as quickly as the words coming out of my mouth. So sometimes I stutter a little bit. Um, so <laughs> I can't stand this one woman. She And it's not her fault. It's just technology has failed her. And with that, I mean, it's just she hasn't been shown the proper way to do things or we're just using applications she's not familiar with, which if that's the case, there has to be a tutorial video of how to do something somewhere. There always is. And we're just not using the right buttons, I guess. So she asks the most insane tech questions. Like people in like the Microsoft Teams is for the entire training class. So everybody like seems to get frustrated with her at some point because she asked the same questions all day long. Like the first two days, she asked about punching in and punching out. Now, we are supposed to take half hour breaks. So what you do is you punch in for lunch. I mean, you punch out for lunch and then you punch back in when you return. And then you get back on the camera is the process by which I understand it. Because what the trainer actually says gives us 31 minutes. So she said that the reason why she does that is so that we get into the habit of punching in and out on time, which I understood the first time. So this woman goes, I clocked back in 31 minutes because that's what you said. Am I going to get penalized for that? And she's like, no, you're not going to get penalized for that. You would get penalized if you clock in too soon. So they don't like if you take a shorter lunch, like it doesn't benefit you because you'll get a, you'll probably get a written, a written warning or something. So, but this woman, she looks like she's been around since like the Cretaceous period. Like she looks like if you looked at the last supper painting, she's in the back photobombing. It's just, it's so ridiculous. And I look forward to not being in this class with her ever again, because her voice is ruining patty mayonnaise for me, because that's exactly what she sounds like a Southern version of patty mayonnaise. And she's very aggressive with how she talks. But she sounds like she's from the South, so you'd assume she would be a little bit nicer. So, and I don't know why I make those assumptions of people because I'm always wrong. <laughs> Excuse me. So during, oh, I think Friday, Friday during training, I started playing phone tag with this 911 position because Thursday, the lady called me, Sharon, lady called me. At like the end of the workday, like she called me at 4.50 and they leave at 5, the HR at the county sheriff's department. So she called me at 4.50, left me a voicemail saying, please, when you call back, please speak to Vanessa. She's like, I won't be in on Friday because of course everybody likes to extend that holiday weekend. So of course I, I call back at like 5.03 and she's, and like the operator's like, well, they're, they've gone for the day. So nobody's there anymore. So you might want to try calling back tomorrow. So I was like, fuck. So, of course, I call back on Friday, speak to Vanessa. Well, no, I call back and had to leave a message. because. And then, of course, they call me back. And my phone does this thing where if it doesn't recognize the phone number, it silences it. So the call does not come through at all. Like, it goes through as if I had do not disturb on, which is kind of frustrating. But I don't want to take it off because so many telemarketers and shit call me. It's fucking annoying. Um. So I found out, 
So I got the position. It was basically the conversation we had. I had to turn the video off, like the camera off while I was in training. And they don't like when you do that. Uh, they said that they mark attendance based on the camera being on at all times. So I'm like, whatever. Fucking this job takes this shit so seriously. And it's just basically answering questions about mortgages. So we'll see. And then, of course, they have something where if you get the highest, um, if you're in one of the top three test scores, like the highest test scores, um, you can get a shift bid, which you can change your shift to either earlier or later. Right now, when I get out of training, my shift is going to be 1130 to 8, which is going to suck. But I'm going to have to deal with it if that's what I'm stuck with. If not, I would like earlier because they have like an 8 to 430, I think. Um, or an 830 to 4. So I don't remember. <clears throat> so I found out that I got the position. And uh, it's contingent upon me completing paperwork and a background and a polygraph and a psych eval. So it's a lot of stuff that's got to get done. I had to reschedule my polygraph because I don't want this job giving me a hard time, like the job I'm currently at, even though, you know, moving on to bigger and better things. I don't want to lose my job that I just got over something as simple as rescheduling this. So I rescheduled the polygraph to next Friday at 8 a.m. And then my, is it? Yeah, uh, I think it's either next Friday or the following Monday or something. Oh, no, it's next no, it is next Friday. <laughs> Sorry. So I'm getting my dates confused. Um, so. No. I don't remember when the 23rd is. I can't figure out dates right now. I'm looking at the 18th and I'm like, what is that? The 23rd is like next Tuesday or something. Okay. And then I think the psyche valves on the 25th, something like that. Who knows? I don't remember. But um, the 23rd and the 25th are two dates that are important in my mind for some reason. So that's all I have to tell you. So all of that stuff has to get filled in, filled out. I did the paperwork on Tuesday, two days ago. And I was told that, you know, the process for the background is probably going to take about eight weeks because of it being New York. And I'm like, cool, great. So at least I'll be making money in the meantime doing this shit. But it's like two months kind of sucks. Um, but there's a lot of stuff in my head about this job that I'm just like, "Mm, maybe I don't want it. Um, because if I have like a work from home position like that, like, listen, in all due respect, this is a great position. It's got good benefits and everything, but I have to think about there. I have too many things to think about at this moment in time to actually make a firm decision on this. So I'm going to continue with the paperwork as usual and we'll see what happens in the meantime. So. I got to tell you, this whole period thing has me so thrown for a loop. My head hurts, my back hurts, and my whole stomach feels weird. (laughs) So I can't even say I'm going to go relax after this because I will legit have an hour before this class, before this training starts for the day. And I'm already over it. Like, just put me on the phone and have me start calling people already. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) I want to just get on the phone and start doing things because I think I'm pretty familiar with the system, but we'll see. Um, so also one more thing before I, you know, I have 15 minutes left with you guys for the day. (laughs) I have one complaint so far. Mail takes stupid long to get here, to get to any address from any other address. And here's the story as to why stupid salon owner, Ben, 
He's not stupid. He just seems like really uptight and needs to relax. Like you're way too picky for who you want working in your salon. And I was thankful that I got hired so quickly, but also pissed off that, you know, things didn't work out because, you know, shitty situations. So he mailed my last check to me instead of just doing direct deposit like my other checks. So last Friday, I'm checking my bank account all day and I was looking and I was looking and nothing. No deposit and nothing on the horizon to indicate a check was coming. So I texted Ben and, you know, let me find this text now because, of course, I hate people. So I'm not going to text him. Okay, so I texted him on the day after thanks, uh, Thanksgiving, the day after Valentine's Day. And I said, hey, Ben, hope you had a good vodka times day. I checked the mail and hadn't received my check yet. I wanted to confirm he had the right address. Like, it was super polite. And he didn't fucking answer my text. <laughs> so this motherfucker. Okay, no. So before that, that's the wrong text. I'm so sorry. I read the wrong text. So here is what I actually wanted to read. Let me see. Okay, so Friday. Friday, the day I texted him. I'm at work. So I said, good morning. I'll be by to pick up my things this evening. Also, I noticed my check was changed from direct deposit to paper check. I assume that that is also at the salon. If you would absolutely, if you would like to speak, then we can absolutely do that. If not, I will pack my things as quietly as to as possible to not disrupt the flow. So I texted him like, "Hey, I'm gonna pick up my stuff." And also, I noticed my I have a paper check as my last check. Is that there also? And he said, "Sounds good." He said, "Good morning. Sounds good. I mailed your check on Tuesday. I'm available to talk at 4:30." I said, "Oh, okay. It was mailed. Thanks for that." Like, and that was it. And then, of course, the day after Valentine's Day, because I hadn't received my money, because if you mail it on a Tuesday in New York, you usually get it by at least Friday or Saturday of that week. Nothing. So Monday, I texted him that shit. Hey, hope you had a good Valentine's Day, whatever, blah, blah, blah. So, of course, he didn't answer that text. So let me tell you something. It took a fucking week for me to get that check. And I wasn't relying on it. I still had money in the bank, but that's not the fucking point. The point is, is that the rest of my checks have been direct deposit. And this last one was a paper check. What is the difference, really? How much... I really want someone to look this up. If there's an actual cost for direct deposit for a business. Or if he was just being a dick to me and writing a paper check. Because I don't want to be mad for the wrong reasons. But I'm mad at the postal service system. Because why the fuck did it take a week for me to get a paper check? And seriously, like, you knew I quit. (laughs) If you wanted me out of your hair any quicker and no contact, you could have just fucking done direct deposit and mailed me the paper check like as a void. Anyway. So I honestly, I walked in there. So here's how this turn of events went. I walked in there and to pick up my shit and he wasn't there. So of course, Michelle's there working on somebody. And I walked in and I was like, hey, it's just me. I'm just coming to pick my things up. I was like, hey, has Ben around? She's like, no, he had something to do. I said, oh, okay, must be nice. And uh, I went to go back to the station where my stuff usually was. And she goes, oh, we already packed it up for you. And I looked to my left and on the bench there by her, by one of her stations is a fucking box with all my stuff in it, like a cardboard box. So of course 
I go, okay, thanks. Uh, have a good night. And, um, you know, if he wants to talk, he can text me as my number or I'll text him, whatever. So she goes, okay, no worries. So of course she was being the snippy little bitch that she is, which I don't care for her at all. And I put my, I, pa- I grabbed my box like a fucking hobo and carried it to the car and then left. And then of course I'm like, you guys packed my shit. Like I was garbage. Like you packed my fucking, my belongings that you act like I didn't spend hundreds of dollars on and put it in a cardboard box. You couldn't just wait for me to pick up my shit. Was I going to be that much of a disruption at the end of the night? Because I wasn't coming when it was busy. I was coming in the evening when I could get there because I work now. So I can't get there when you want me there. So I got to get there when I get there. So of course my shit was thrown in a box like I fucking live under a bridge. (laughs) so that's that's that story so I am free of that place which wasn't terrible it's just their communication skills were lax they didn't seem to they didn't hold true to what they were saying and I'm I'm starting to understand that people who are not of principle do not deserve my time so and the ad said the ad offered more money per hour than what was given to me And that's basically it. And they ran me like a slave, (laughs) which is probably too PC to say, but that's how it went. So I've also decided to round this episode out that I'm going to, that I have developed a new um, unit of measurement. It's called the coochie hair. (laughs) And I can't say without laughing, but like when I say there was a coochie hair of a difference of something, it means there was like it was almost like twins. Okay. I said it to, I said it to the bean hater in a sentence and I got to fucking figure out where I said this. Let me see. I'm looking through my text. Just give me a minute. Let me see. Oh, okay. So this is what we were talking about. So we were talking about one of the girls in my training class and in, in conjunction to one of his sisters. And I said, they look very similar. And I said, she kind of looks like one of your sisters because, of course, you're not supposed to do this, but I did it because I don't care. He said that the girl Mariah uh, looks 12. So the girl in my class. So I said, she has a one-year-old kid. And he's like, damn. I said, she kind of looks like one of your sisters, the only one I met, I think. I said, I don't know. I could be losing my mind because sometimes I think that I remember people or having seen people because sometimes faces look familiar to you. And then, of course, he goes, that hairline's way too far back. And I was like, so which hairline are you making fun of? Like, whose hairline are we talking about? Because he sent me a picture of his sister. So I was like, whose hairline are we making fun of? Because it's like two different people here that look the same. And he's like, shut up. But I'm like being dead ass. Like, I don't know who he's talking about. (laughs) Because I was like, I want to laugh too. So I'm trying to make sure I'm laughing at the right person. So, of course, you know. He said hers and he sent the picture of Mariah. And I said, it's almost the same thing. I said, it's like a coochie hair difference. Okay. <laughs> he laughed. And that's my unit of measurement. That's it. <laughs> so like, I'm going to say a coochie hair of a difference. And that's my life. That's it. That is it. And that's how I am. Uh, that's how I'm referring to things now when they're so similar. It's uncanny. But, um. So, wow, I actually had almost close to an hour of nonsense to talk about, and my notes are getting less and less. 
Uh, I'm rewatching Broad City because I have nothing better to do with my time. And um, I, I got to start getting back into reading. I know I've been saying that a lot, but like reading for academic purposes and reading for fun is like two different things. So I have like four different books I need to read. One is one of the Twilight books from Edward's side of it. So I, I should read that because that shit looks cool as fuck. And my mom bought it and I should really read it so I can give back to her. <laughs> so anyway. Well, guys, this has been another lovely time with you, and I wouldn't have spent my morning any other way besides sitting around doing nothing. So I appreciate your time and your patience with me, because I know this should have been released earlier, but I can only do so much as a human being, and I still showed up for you guys. So I love you, and, you know, always remember that, you know, things are a coochie hair of a difference. Depends on what day it is. Have a good night, guys. Or a good day or afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. Keep it cuckoo. Bye.